Before I jump into today's podcast, a little bit of business. I'm super proud to partner with a magazine I absolutely love, Cyclist Magazine, for today's podcast. Cyclist, if you don't know, it's a monthly magazine dedicated to the very best in the road cycling world. Every issue takes you on the best routes and gets you under the skin of the most iconic brands in the world of cycling. From the best bikes and kiss to the best cycling destinations around the UK and Europe and the biggest names in the industry, Cyclist has you covered. Cyclists are offering an introductory offer to new subscribers where you can subscribe and get three issues for only £5. Claim this offer by using the link cyclist.co.uk forward slash roadman. That's cyclist.co.uk forward slash roadman. I'm going to pop all the details for this amazing offer in the show notes. Go and check it out. It's episode 624 of the Roadman Cycling Podcast. Today, I want to talk about five skills that every rider needs to master. Let's cue that intro. Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now, let's get into the show. Roadman, welcome back to another Roadman Cycling Podcast. It's Monday, it's the start of another beautiful week. The story has yet to be written. Any sort of adventure you can scheme up and dream, you can make possible for the week coming. And I'm assuming you guys and girls are starting to run into a little bit of time off work soon and start to think about some festive mileage. So please keep me posted over on Twitter and let me know what big mileage plans you have. Just Roadman Cycling over on Twitter. Today I want to talk about five skills that every rider needs to master. The beauty of our Saturday group ride, which you've heard me mention on occasion, it's the huge variance between the best riders in the group who literally have decades of experience between them, raced at the top level internationally and nationally, and then newer riders, some of them have just come into the group in the last few weeks. And I remember my very first year cycling, and I was cycling with a local group, and I asked one of the senior riders who was a Cat 1. The fact that he was a Cat 1, like I looked up to this guy like he was Batman. I thought he could shoot waves. I thought he could fly. I didn't believe the level this guy was at. And I naively assumed that he must be making a really good living from being a Cat 1 rider. Like how little I knew. I'm actually not even sure if he's a Cat 1. He may have been a Cat 2 even. And I looked at him like he was God. But I remember asking him for some advice. And he said, I'll give you one tip. Watch the good lads. That, that's worth repeating. Watch the good lads. And I'm not sure I fully appreciated it at the time. I thought it was a fob off, if I'm honest. Watch the good lads. Like, what's that even mean? This is a tip that's kept giving to me in different variations and iterations through the years. No matter what level I've cycled at, it's been a tip that I've been able to go back to and glean new insights into this beautiful but complicated sport that we love. No matter what level that you're at right now or what level you get to, this is a tip that can keep serving you. If you're riding pro, there will be more senior riders who know how to ride echelons better than you. So watch the good lads. If you get to the level where you're racing big stage races for GC favourites, you'll watch in awe of those top domestiques and they deliver the team leader to the very front of the race, navigating the chaos, deliver them there at exactly the perfect time. Not a minute earlier, not a minute later. Watch the good lads. It's magic. It's such an amazing term. So I want to run through... 
some really basic bike handling tips that I've learned from watching the good lads. And these are five things you absolutely need to master. So no matter what level you're currently riding at, keep working on these, keep honing these skills. So the first one is taking your one hand off the bar. This sounds super easy, but being able to confidently ride with one hand off the bar opens up a whole world of different things. And, you know, maybe you're starting out, it's one hand off the bar to, you know, change page on your Garmin, to get a drink, to get something out of your pocket. But as you progress, it's one hand off the bar going down a descent. It's one hand off the bar in a group. It's one hand off the bar going around a corner. Because when you have one hand off the bar, it opens up a world of different things you can do. You can be playing with stuff in your pocket. You know, you can be looking at maps. You can be feeding. You can be changing layers. If you're able to take one hand off the bar, it exponentially opens up your enjoyment of cycling. And it gives you way less potential to get the dreaded hunger knock. Because you're not worried about riding beside somebody and taking your hand off the bar and being a bit wobbly. And this goes for good riders because as you step up the level, if you're a Cat 2 or a Cat 1 rider and you step up the level where you're among your peers in a group ride of 10, 12, and you're really pinning it all day. And descents could be one of those valuable opportunities to eat. And if you're not comfortable going at high speed, one hand off the bar, taking snacks out of your pocket, your hydration, your nutrition is going to suffer. Okay, the second one is the bunny hop. So I'm talking here, both wheels simultaneously off the ground. So there's a beautiful loop I like to do here. It's fondly called the Hinkapi Loop. It goes over Els Angels, comes down into this beautiful valley and goes up a second climb to a cathedral called Santa Paella. And on the descent of this uh, Santa Paella uh, descent, on the descent of the climb, the descent of the descent, at the bottom of it anyway, there is a fast run on and then there's two speed ramps. If you hit the speed ramps, you'd need to you need to shave your speed from kind of 60k an hour down to 30k an hour to confidently be able to hit them and still keep yourself moving forward. But if you don't want to go from 60 to 30k an hour, you need to bunny hop to clear them. So you need to bunny hop and then there's maybe 20 meters in between them and you need to bunny hop again for the second one. Being able to bunny hop gets you out of a lot of holes. It's another little get out of jail skill in your arsenal. So you're in a group ride, someone doesn't call a hole, you see it at the last minute, Boom, bunny hop. You see a twig at the last minute. Someone drops a bottle on front of you in a race at the last minute. Bunny hop, boom. Gets you out of a lot of trouble. Sounds easy to do. Practice it. Practice it at speed. Practice it with people around you. And just there's so many progressions to it. Now, the third one is a variation of that. And it's a fr- you might see some good riders and they'll be navigating through traffic or a pedestrianized area. And they'll lift their front wheel. So it's a front bunny hop and then a rear pop of the wheel. So I remember the first time seeing this, we'll call it a front bunny hop, rear pop. The first time I was riding on a Canadian team called Jet Fuel, really cool team. And we were riding down to a race called Queen's Park GP, brilliant downtown city centre criterium in Toronto, star-studded field, Michael Barry from Sky, Roder Heerstahl, who just won this year at Italia, really good field. And there was a lot of crowd restrictions in place because there was big crowds turning out to watch this. And I was participating in it and I followed one of my teammates, Pete Morse. And I followed him through traffic and I followed him kind of down around the barricades. And so many times, Pete was just able to expertly pop the front wheel, lift the front wheel, pop the rear wheel to get over curbs, to get over little bumps, pop, 
lift, pop, lift. And I was just amazed by it. And so I just went away and I practiced and I practiced and I practiced it. It is a skill you use so, so often once you do it. So it's a front bunny hop. And then you're as the rear wheel is approaching the obstacle that you've just bunny hopped, it's popping the rear wheel up. It's normally not done at slow speed. Brilliant. The fourth one is a track stand. And a track stand is where you, in traffic, don't clip out of your pedals. So you will come to a junction, you will come to a traffic light, and instead of clipping out of your pedals, you will go to zero kilometers an hour and you'll rock back and forth, creating momentum to stop yourself from falling over. Google or put into YouTube track stand and you'll see what I mean. This is a really valuable skill if you live in the city or else even if you live in a town and you have to navigate a few traffic lights and junctions on the way out. If you're riding in a group, it's essential if you get to riding in high-level groups because you're in the middle of the group. People around you can track stand. You can't track stand, so you've clipped out of the pedal. You're midway through the group, and now the group gets going again. The guys behind you have track standed, and they're ready to get going while you're clunking away trying to get the pedal the right way turned up. Invaluable. All these are invaluable, but this is another amazingly watch-the-good-lads one that I learned. And the last one, it builds kind of on the first one, taking one hand off the bars. It's taking both hands off the bars. Taking both hands off the bars allows you to change layers is the big advantage. It means you can take rain jackets off and you can put rain jackets on. And if you live in a climate like Ireland, this is absolutely essential. Now, I would say when you're practicing this, don't practice this at the front of a group. You know, if you're if you're going to crash, at least just crash on your own. Don't bring the whole group down. So any of these skills, practice them on your own. Practice them at the back of the group. Even it's good etiquette if you are taking both hands off the bars to move to the side. So if you do happen to crash, you're not bringing anyone with you. Having no hands on the bars has a lot of risks with it. Some of the best bike riders in the world have got this one wrong. Notably, Chris Froome, one of the greats. Was he four or five-time Tour de France winner? It effectively ended his dominance in cycling when he went to change a rain cape on a time trial bike, got caught by a gust of wind and had some terrible, terrible injuries off the back of that. And he's done well to get back into the upper echelons of the sport since. So that one is best practiced with caution. Somewhere I love to practice all of these skills. It's in the park. Going out in the park on a gravel bike or even on a road bike on a dry day on the grass. And you can muck around. There's little curbs, there's little obstacles and just play have fun be a kid on the bike because that's what the bike's about it's about smiling having fun but we need to be a constant student of these skills every day i'm out on the bike i'm honing my skills and if i don't hone my skills like to a level i'm happy with each day i'll make sure on my recovery ride that week that i do a big block of skills training roadman thanks for tuning in for another roadman cyclone podcast really hope you find those tips useful they sound very basic but i promise you no matter what level you're at you can keep 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 progressing them and remember old man watch the good lads i'm gonna see you tomorrow thank you for listening to today's podcast have you ever wondered how good you could actually be each of us has a unique set of circumstances with work a family and social obligations but we also want to fulfill our potential in cycling Okay, okay, maybe you won't ever win the Tour de France, but for most of us, this is what cycling is about. So let us build you the perfect training plan around your lifestyle that's totally unique to you and will help you finally realize your cycling dreams. So whether you're just getting started on the bike or if you're a more seasoned cyclist, we have a suitable coach for you. So why not schedule a call with us and we can have a chat about how we can help you go further than you ever dreamed of in your cycling and fitness goals. 
go to roadmancycling.com forward slash contact or pop me an email directly to sarah at roadmancycling.com.